Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Welcome, uh, Sergeant Steve Edge, of course, yep. for the City Staff Sergeant. Army. Staff Sergeant. I thought you, I thought I bumped you, bumped you up yesterday. I think is that up or down? I don't know. Well, I'll, 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 I'll let me call me whichever. I think Staff Sergeant's probably up, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so we've got you, your Staff Sergeant Steve, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. And uh, we've got General uh, Glenmore. Oh, I've gone back up again. Gosh, Great. Damn it, I thought I'd written this down. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, honestly, I appreciate it because yesterday my, my demotions, they were going plummeting through the floor. So I thought next it would be like careers advisor, office temp. <laughs> I hope this doesn't come to a real life war situation. They'll be like, Glenn, yeah. you're in charge of the operations. Like, Am I? I thought I was just a corporal. Sergeant, what? <laughs> and uh, Emma, d- d- General? Are you a yes. General as well? General, uh, Gem- Jones. General, General Jones. General Jones. There we go. Crikey. I really need to get um, just a paper and pen. We'll solve this. Mm. Uh, just writing down people's actual rankings, but I think we're doing all right. What have you? Um, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud, Steve? Um, well, I listened to that song, and that was that was the end of it. That, was, that made me feel proud. <laughs> is that what, yeah, that's that what you do every morning. Yeah, and I listen to that song. What and I go, today <laughs> make you feel proud. Then you just go, God, I feel proud. Yeah, I feel really cool. proud. I done my yoga. Oh, have you done yoga again? Done yeah. my yoga again. Yoga with uh, uh, Adrian. Adrian yeah. Charles, yeah. Uh, it's um, downward <laughs> dog, guys. Downward dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually got he actually got a quite nice voice for uh, for yoga. Actually, he'd be all right, that's it. I thought you going to be like, it's got quite a nice voice for for him, <laughs> <laughs> for that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know what there is after. There's downward dog, upward mm. dog. Yeah, and then naughty co- dog, <laughs> naughty dog. That's yeah. when, naughty that's, dog. When you start yeah, rubbing so, yourself against the floor, <laughs> and your wife rubs your nose into the, into the carpet. Yeah. Naughty dog. <laughs> uh, there's a cobra. Cat cow. Ha- Do you like a bit of cat cow? Cat cow. Which one's that one now? It's like oh, when you're, you're making them up on all fours, and you like arch your back, and then you do it like the other way for you to stretch oh, your spine. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, there's the there's the the break your face. I don't know what's this official. Uh, <laughs> this is where you put your hands on, and then you have to put your your knees on like the back of your triceps, and then sort of like balance on your hands. Oh yeah. All oh, of these really hard, sound yeah. like how a snake eats food, and it's like you just unhinge your jaw. Uh, for yeah. The next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got them all. Uh, the burning thighs of hell. Um, <laughs> uh, the the dog's got worms. Lizard chafing. Lizard chafing. Uh, the day drinker. Uh, goodbye, future children. And uh, and then you just end with a secret nap. Yeah. And that's all the that's all the yoga moves that you need to know about. <laughs> uh, we will be uh, bringing people in to the six o'clock army this morning. If you're up and about, why are you up and about this hour? What are you doing? Uh, this is a little secret club for people who are up and about before seven o'clock. So let us know what you're doing, what your name is, where you're from, and we will give you a rank in the six o'clock army. This is Jason Manford. This. Matters. Good morning to the army. Good morning, Six Lock Army. I uh, hope you're very well. I, th- I feel like, guys, look, I don't want to force this on, but I feel like if I say good morning, you three should say good morning, sir. Uh, is that? 
Something we could maybe get off the ground. Is this still the military thing, or is this entirely separate to that? This is all the way through the day. No, specifically, um, is that something that we could get? I don't know. We used to call our teachers, sir. I think. Yeah, genuinely, I'd I'd rather call your dad. Yeah. (laughs) Although it's better to call a teacher, sir, when they said, "Just call me Andrew," and it's just. Oh yeah. I'd rather call your dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I just think a bit. I think a bit of respect in the army would be. You know, I think that's what they're known for. Should we try that? Yeah, okay. give it a go. Okay. Let's try it. All right. Good morning, army. Good, Good morning, morning, sir. sir. All right. I quite liked it. I don't think Steve did it. No. <laughs> I said, "Are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can do it by yourself, young, young. Uh, private edge I don't even know what I am this is why I've got no faith in you <laughs> as, a, as whatever you, whatever ranking you say you are you keep yeah, forgetting it. how am I meant to remember who you are yeah, if you don't it. even know who you are do you know where this comes from Glenn and Emma can I tell you where this comes from you know, ah, please this do. is not from a 20 year relationship this is from <laughs> about a year ago me and Steve uh, were filming uh, yeah you know what I'm talking about me and Steve well, were let's filming. hear your version of the story and then <laughs> okay. I'll tell you mine okay, right. <laughs> we were filming a TV show called Scarborough and it was up in Scarborough and we had a day off and so we went wandering around and one of the shops was one of these old time photography shops where they like made you look like you were in the the wild west Mm -hmm. Uh, and you got dressed up and (laughs) and that was how it went right so the guy who was doing it it was giving us all our things we were like right let's be let's be lawmen let's be lawmen we got like big guns and a cowboy hat Mm, and the guy the guy gave me the sheriff's badge. He, he didn't. He gave me the sheriff's badge, and then he gave you the pistols with the sort of white barrels, and you assumed you were a sheriff because you no. had better pistols. Have a look at the... I've got the badge on, the picture. I've got I've got a badge on as well. I, we've both got a badge on, mate. No, I've got actual photographic evidence. I was the sheriff that day, and no. Steve was my deputy. No. And ever around. since then... Right, I'm going to find that picture, and I'm going to prove it. You've not even got a badge on. You've changed it in your mind. Well, Jason, were you the only one with guns? Because it sounds like if you, if you hold anyone at gunpoint, you can have any badge you want. No, no, we both had guns. I had we two guns. We both had guns. Steve had two guns. Cause I had Steve... a rifle and a, yeah. Well, I had sort of crazy sideburns as well. So I sort of, I was a, I was a rogue sheriff. I always saw myself at us. Yeah, That's why I appointed was you a rogue as a deputy. Sheriff. I was not the deputy. I was the actual sheriff. Anyway, since then, Steve's held a grudge. <laughs> about any time it seems that I've I've got some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of something over him uh, but anyway that's where it came from so if you listen to the show this week and you can hear a slight bitterness in Steve's uh, annoyance <laughs> at uh, the rankings <laughs> that's that's the history of it uh, right we better give out a couple of others to other people very quickly um, uh, Mike Dreyer in Scunthorpe was up feeding hoglets which are baby hedgehogs Oh, what? Oh, I only found out they were called that recently. Isn't that the cutest thing? That's pretty cute. I quite like that. I, sh- I should have known that being, uh, you know, a hedgehog myself at, uh, at times. Uh, so, little baby hoglets. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to say second lieutenant Mike. Uh, yep. He's he's nailing that job. Uh, Luke. Good morning, team. I'm up uh, early this morning so I can maintain all the pub gardens for the first time in three months. Well, Luke, Ooh. that is quite an important job. Here I. I'm going to go right up to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Luke. So he's he's got up there. He's up there. He's not the top. He's not the top, but he's right up there. So you keep going, Six O'Clock Army. Manford. My deputy Steve Edge is here. 
<laughs> he loves it. He loves it. As well as uh, General uh, Emma Jones and uh, whatever ranking Glenn is today. <laughs> we change it every single day. Uh, morning, J- <laughs> yeah. morning, Jason and Steve. Uh, Terry here. Offer a marathon day as a matron of a busy labour ward in South East London. <sighs> That's a tough one, isn't it? That's a tough mm, job. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to go straight tough. up there with uh, Brigadier. Brigadier Terry heading to the Labour Ward. Welcome, welcome. Uh, and on our way from delivering windows in Scotland. Feeling great, says Dave in Telford. We're going to make Dave a second lieutenant. He's going to be a second lieutenant. So welcome to the Six Clock Army. If you want to be in the Six Clock Army, all you've got to do is uh, let me know what you're doing. What has dragged you out of your pit this morning? Why are you working so early or why are you up so early? It doesn't even have to be work. Just tell me what you're doing and we'll give you a ranking. Now, I've seen on the WhatsApp group that the photo of myself and Steve as sheriff and deputy are on there. Now, just have a little look at that, Glenn and Emma. You've got those pictures now, haven't you, in the group? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've ever looked very closely. My badge actually says the word sheriff on it. You can't see that from here. No, it's an old yeah. photo, isn't it? It's an old photo. Mm, I think well, so. Mine, I think they both says, say sheriff. Yeah, The they only do. issue is, Jason, yours is on the outside of your jacket. Steve, yeah. yours is on the inside of your jacket, which means you have I, to open up your jacket to show it, which means it just looked like you're saying, do you want to buy a sheriff's badge? No, I think the opposite. <laughs> I just turn up in a pub, there's stuff going on, and I go, by the way, guys, I'm a sheriff, so let's cut this out, yeah? And also, you, this white pistol that you're so obsessed with, that is the sort of thing a gunslinger would have. That's not the sort of thing a sheriff would have. He'd have a normal bog-standard gun. He doesn't have to be flashy. He's the sheriff, man. Yeah, but I got it off a gunslinger when I arrested. Oh, that's how that's how law works. Yeah, <laughs> of course it, is, it was back then. It was back then. No, it went, it, yes, it, it was in, the it Wild West, the ever- but not the sheriff. He's meant to be in charge. He's meant yeah, to set I'm, an example. Well, that's a nice gun. I'm having that. You don't do that. Well, we're going to put it in the evidence locker for the, for court. I don't yes. think so, mate. Yes. I don't think so. You, right, the all right, then. Well, this is your white gun. Okay, well, let's see what it comes down to when we put it online, right? <laughs> I can't believe that. The anger has, has, has lasted this long, Steve. I've got, um, a, I've got a better picture than the okay. one that's on the group. Right, well, well, we'll put that picture on social media. And, and, and let, look, forget about whether my badge says Sheriff and Steve's doesn't. Forget about uh, the fact that his is on the inside of his jacket and mine is on the outside. Forget about those facts. Um, I want you to look at this picture and I want you to just simply just say which one of us looks more like a sheriff than the other, right? That's all I'm asking. So we're going to put that online right now. That's not the question. What, what's, what do you mean? What's the question then? Who looks more like a sheriff? I, yeah. I had those sideburns in the show. I had no choice in that. <laughs> the side of the sideburns look sheriff. the sideburns And work, Jason, you've got, more, you've got a bit of a goatee, so if you combine your two together, then you've got you've one got full, full beard. beard. We've got yeah. full beard, yeah. Well, well yeah. I don't know. I think you might win this, Steve. To be honest, you're looking. You do look pretty cool in there. I think so. you look a bit, a bit nervous. I'd, I'd take you on in a, in a gunfight. You look a well, little that, bit that, apprehensive. Well, that'll be one of the last things you ever did. <laughs> so. What with your white pistol? I get my white pistol out. Don't you worry about that. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Well, then you would be all right, then, wouldn't you? Because you're the bloody deputy. <laughs> yeah, but you're the sheriff, so you've already been shot. Oh. <laughs> Radio. 
Right, let's get a few more people into our uh, six o'clock army this morning. Uh, we've got Joe up. Joe says, hi, Jason. I'm part of the six o'clock army every day this time of year. I wake with the sun all the time, 4.30 a.m. Monday to Thursday, I'm in the car by 6.30. I drive from Greenwich to London to Canterbury to Kent to teach forest children. Oh, forest school children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's not one of those. Yeah, no. um, and, and a magpie in the dawn chorus at 4.30 this morning did not help. No. Mm, those pesky magpie, magpies. Those pesky mm. magpies. Can they be trusted? Well, we'll find out later in the show with <laughs> yeah. Magpie and Fox, the third instalment. <laughs> That's right. We're still doing it. <laughs> yeah. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Right, it is time for hashtag bin chat. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 Now. What I like is that people are actually singing hashtag bin chat when they take their bins out now. Lovely. I quite like that. I like that. That's out there. It's a little earworm that's stuck in people's ears. Well, look, listen, I've got some, I've got some quite upsetting bin chat news. Oh, no. Sad bin chat. Yeah, it is sad bin chat. Hashtag sad bin chat. So I don't know if you remember, but what's happening at the moment is we are, so we bought, we bought a house last year, which uh, we're sort of trying to do up a little bit so we can move into and we're we're renting around the corner until that that can be done it's all taking ages because of you know all this that's going on and whatnot mm. and um but then one day i had an absolute genius idea because of course even though we're renting here and we're, we've got a house around the corner we actually technically own two sets of bins oh two mm. bins manford two two bins yeah so one genius afternoon I went round to the, uh, the the building site house mm-hmm. and took got the three bins in the back of me me say yeah. and, and I brought them home and I put them out on the front lawn next to our other bins and I actually went upstairs I got my wife I said go and look out the front window just go and have a look out the front window have a little look what, at that what am I looking at she looked, I said look what's, what do you notice what do you notice what, 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 what have we got extra of Loads of bins, looks a right mess. Yeah, it does look a mess. But <laughs> we are filling these bins at a rate of knots. Yeah, yeah. And now, my genius means that we've got two bins for every. It's a bin situation. each, isn't it? Bin each. How the other half lives. I, thought, <laughs> I know. Quite. I used to get annoyed at John Prescott, you know, for two jags, but yeah, two yeah. bins. Come on, this is this is another <laughs> level. So we got four. We got four bits. We got two blue bins, two green bins. Oof. Right, I know. Exciting. So it's a lot of admin. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's got to be done. It's, you know, Are they it's the same nice. day? They're all the same day. You've not got to remember this one's Tuesday and that. No, one and the also, corners. yeah. Also, where we push them to, it's just a, it's a, it's just a oh. mismatch of everybody's bins. So no one's right. going. Oh, well, they got an extra bin. It don't matter because there's fifteen no one knows. bins. Yeah, no one knows. So that's the good news. Listen to this. I come back yesterday. <sighs> I'm putting all my bins up the up the path, like. Mm. I go back down, only one green bin. Someone has stolen the green bin that I had already stolen. Oh, no. Now, where do, you, where do you sit with that? Oh, I don't know. There's no number on it either, because I've not moved in yet, so I don't yeah, no. a number on it. It's just a blank bin. I can't go around just going, that my bin? <laughs> yeah. But I could. 
Can yeah. you advertise on the local trees? Like, put a piece of paper up saying, "Have you seen this bin? <laughs> Have you yeah. seen this bin?" Like people get in fifty touch. pound reward. <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. I can't, you know, it's, it's such a lovely neighbourhood, and mm. I'm on the WhatsApp group, and everyone's so nice. And yet, I know. There's a thief amongst us. That's life at the moment, isn't it? One minute you're flying high, two bins, next minute, back down to earth. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's I, you know, it's sort yeah. of, you know, with the, with the NHS clap and everything on a Thursday, I'd really got to know some of these people. Yeah. I've got an what idea. You, oh, I've got an idea. What you do is you buy everyone, you choose a different week for each individual person who lives on the street. You mm. buy them a gift that involves a lot of packaging and polystyrene. Then when it's bin day, you look to see whether it's spread out across two separate bins instead of one. Mm. But you're going to have to rummage through a lot of bins. Yeah, you could it. mark the packaging in some sort of special ink, you know, that only shows up. And then the next morning, <laughs> yes. Yes. get a little pen out. It's like UV oh, in everyone's yeah. hand. Hello. That's funny. <laughs> got orange fingers. What's that about then? I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know more on my own personal bin news later on in the week. Good morning, Army. Hope you're very well this morning. Good morning, Staff Sergeant Steve. No, sir, sir, sir. You just can't do it. Good morning. said, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I heard what you said. <laughs> Good morning, uh, uh, Corporal Glenn. Good morning, sir. And Good morning, General Jones. Good morning, sir. Good morning, there we go. A little bit of respect there, I like that. You can learn a lot from these, uh, Sergeant Steve. Mm. Uh, <laughs> They're sergeants now, are they? I mean, you've forgotten their rankings even in the second. Oh, here he goes. Good morning, Jason and the gang. Uh, just sat down at my desk at University Hospital Lewisham after driving from Feltham in southwest London. I run a team of engineers who keep the hospital running, all unsung heroes in my eyes, so that the doctors and nurses can do their jobs. Martin. Martin. I think Martin's up there. I'm going to give Sergeant Major Martin. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's quite a nice one. It sounds like a proper job. Um, we've got Dave, who's at work at 4.30 uh, to cut grass at Sunningdale Health Golf Club. Cutting grass at 4.30, I, I bet you're popular. Yeah. Um, I imagine in the middle of a golf course, it probably doesn't matter. Um, so we'll go uh, We'll go Lance Corporal, Lance Corporal Dave. And uh, Rosie's up, Rosie's up at 3.30 to start work at Aldi at 5am, listening on the shop floor with my headphones in. Rosie in Brum. That's a, that's a proper job. That is, uh, so yeah. we'll go warrant officer. Warrant officer, Rosie in Brum. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I don't know if I told you this, Steve, about <laughs> my week last week. So for, for Glenn and Emma, you might not know this, but it was in the paper, but it, it was sort of overblown ever so slightly, which <laughs> is um, the story was Jason uh, turns his back on fame to get a job at Iceland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was in the paper the other day. That's not strictly what happened. I did a, a one shift <laughs> at Iceland, and they were making a lovely donation to a lovely children's charity up here in uh, in Manchester. So that was the day. But it was fun. I did get to actually be an Iceland driver, which was wonderful. Yeah. Loved it. Sat up high in my van and looking down at people, both morally and <laughs> literally. <laughs> it was great fun. Uh, delivering people's foods and, and, and all that. Now, so that was the background. Now, we didn't me- we've didn't we not mentioned this on the Sunday show, but I'm going to tell you about another thing that happened. So I was driving to the last job 
And as I was coming past, I was coming past Hotel Football, which is um, it's owned by Gary Neville actually near uh, near Old Trafford Football Ground. And as I'm driving there, a cyclist comes into the road, and the van in front of me hits him. Bang! Oh dear! Cyclist goes sprawling right across the floor, and there's a real like panic on because obviously in this world of social distancing. People are like, what? What's, what's the rules? Yeah. Nobody's nobody's told yeah. us what this rule is. You know, do we help? Do we? And so people are sort of going over, but they're a bit worried. Now I and I know this is not you know fully been proven that you can't recatch really this disease, but I had COVID back in March and have been tested positive for the antibodies. Nice. So I leapt out of my my Iceland truck and I said, yeah. stand back, stand back. I've got the antibodies. I think were the yeah. exact words that I used. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I think I might have said that. I've got the antibodies. It's fine for me. So I sort of went over and I helped this guy up. And uh, well, I, I say up, he was already up. I was trying to get him back down, you know, because you've got to worry about people's necks and heads mm. and whatnot. Managed to get him down on the floor into a sort of comfortable position. And then thankfully there was some medics over at Hotel Football and they uh, they came running over and, and, and took over. And then as a second part to this deed, uh, I'd realised that Iceland, they'd given me a load of PPE stuff, gloves and, and masks and, 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 yeah. and wipes and whatever. And so I then took them back out and gave them to the medical staff so they could all put them on and be super safe. So that was my day. And it was one of those moments, I sort of, it was only when I was driving home later on, because I was already in the middle of a good deed and then yeah. did another good deed. Yeah. Yeah, when good deeds go yeah. good. Um, did, did you feel at any point that a cyclist maybe wasn't concussed, but thought he was because he was seeing Jason Manford in an Iceland outfit helping yeah, him up yeah. the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm 100% sure that probably happened. Yeah. Hang on a minute, I really must have banned my head here. Um, so, uh, so that was like my, my deed for the day. But genuinely, you know, not, I'm not sort of doing it to big myself up, but there was a point where I felt like I, I had a real sort of, you know, my, my chest was out. I mm. thought... I mean, it wasn't out, out. No, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought, God, I absolutely nailed that. And I thought to myself, when? I can't, I can't be the only person who at some point has just felt like a superhero. Something you've done that made you just go, you know what? That was actually above and beyond. I nailed yeah. that. Superhero. So if you felt like a superhero at any point, come on. We, we, this is the show that's going to celebrate you. What have you done today to make you feel proud? It could have been any day. So we're talking superheroes this morning, real superheroes, though. normal, just regular guys. I mean, that's every day for you, Steve, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, if, if if a superhero skill is eating an inordinate amount of biscuits, then yeah, I'm a superhero. <laughs> it could be. I mean, I don't think it'll get you in the X-Men mansion. Biscuit man. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm not sure. Uh, what about you, Glenn? Uh, this was about a decade ago. I was visiting some friends in, in London and I was on the tube. And this uh, this woman got off with a couple of uh, kids. And um, as she was getting off, um, just as the doors were about to close, she suddenly turned around and went like, John! And obviously turned out she had like this three-year-old kid that she you know, was still oh. left on the tube. Oh. Um, and usually the, the general rule of these sort of things is stay, stay on the tube, get off at the next platform, and then, you know, yeah. your parents will meet you there. But in this case, I thought, well, the kid is in front of me. So I basically, in a sentence, it makes it sound like I'm not a hero because in a sentence, I pushed a kid off the tube. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I re- just as the doors closed, I managed to push this kid forward to a parent. But all I remember thinking in that moment was, I hope I got the right kid. 
really <laughs> hope I chose the right one. <laughs> Poor John still stood there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Enjoy your new son. <laughs> yeah, that could have gone drastically wrong. You could have ruined two families that day. Yeah, but I mean, the, the doors then closed, so I don't know. I, I didn't even see what their reaction was or if she was like, thank you, my hero, have some money or anything, but I didn't hear anything. Yeah. What no, have you but, done? But, <laughs> <laughs> we've been trying to get rid of that one for months. <laughs> wow, there you go. That, I mean, it's pretty heroic. That pretty yeah, that's heroic. heroic. <laughs> what was it like on the tube after that went, though? Because all people would have seen was you push a child off a train who were actually on the train. Did, was there, I mean, I know London, they don't necessarily look and check in on you, but was there not some Yeah, weird... this was, I think, Piccadilly Circus. So I was arrested shortly after stepping off at Leicester Square. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it, was just all, it was just really awkward. I just sort of gave everyone that sort of look and then just sort of yeah. sat down and then just really kept my head down for the rest of it because I thought, oh, yeah, but this is weird for everyone. <laughs> Did you not really think to do it again at the next stop so it just looked like a thing that you yeah. do? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look so weird then. He just does this. He just pushes. He's a, he does this thing. Oh, man. Well, there you go. You, you, you saved a life, probably. Amanda uh, Armstrong says, my, my little cat brought me three whole bird eggs last week. Uh, I took them to a local wildlife sanctuary and one of them hatched today. It's a baby wood pigeon. I felt Aww. very proud that a good thing I saved those eggs. At least that's a normal thing. Not like that woman at weekend who who hatched some eggs from Waitrose. Waitrose duck eggs, wasn't it? Yeah. A weird thing to do. Did you see that, guys? What? No, what happened? She got some duck eggs from Waitrose and she just read online that they're fertile eggs that get sent uh, when it's ducks rather than chickens. And uh, so she just incubated them. <gasps> got three, three ducklings ducks out of it. Hang on, so if I keep my hen's eggs for long enough... They'll well, I'm, I'm not sure it works with chicken eggs. Yeah, it apparently only works with quail's eggs, wasn't that's it? Quail's that's, eggs. that's good to hear. I mean, I have eggs, I think, nearly every morning. Same, I've just and had some I now. still have this fear that's born out of nowhere. There's no, mm. there's no logic or rationale behind it. Every time I crack an egg open, I hope, I th- all I think is, like, I really hope there's not a chicken tweet, in tweet, here. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Every <laughs> single time. Oh, yeah. And there's a sigh of relief every time there isn't. <laughs> Well, you better start doing a minute silence every time you have an omelette now. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Natalie says, I have an absolute fear of spiders. Uh, so when one rather large one appeared in the kitchen and my daughter wanted me to pick it up, I had to find some rubber gloves and scoop the thing up in order to place it where it belonged outside, shaking like a leaf the whole time. But to me, that was my superhero moment. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I've, I've sort of got to that point because obviously in a house when you've got kids, and if you're the only adult around... What are you going to do? There's, no, there's nobody. You can't call anyone. Just got to no, get and also on with you it. don't want to. You don't want the kids to be scared of spiders. So you, yes. you sort of pretend it's normal. This is normal. I just put him. Oh, he's on my face. He's on my face now. Look, that's all right. That's fine. That's, that's all right. Fine. Crawling oh, across look, my tears. He's laid an egg in my eyelash. Let's pop him outside. Just pretend it's all normal. <laughs> but for, for the sake of the kid, you know, you don't want to. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's. Uh, I, I. I mean, I hate every single creepy mm, crawly same. to a certain degree but I just get on with it I just, are you a, are you a bare hands man or are you a, a glass and a, 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 glass a, and a bit of paper? paper yeah I'm that guy I've been that for a while but now I'm a bare hands man Really? Oh, wow. yeah, I've gone, yeah, I've gone to the next level now. I mean, depending on what it is. I'm yeah, not it's better on the size of the thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm not an idiot. But most of the, yeah, sort of your, your daddy long legs, uh, your moths, uh, your sort of small to medium-sized spiders, I can get in get in the hands and get out the window. Um, yeah. 
what I absolutely refuse to go near, uh, and the kids know this as well, is your wood lice. Yeah, we, we've said this before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're not... Absolute awful things. I ain't picking any of those just weird, like... I don't know how long they've been around, but they look like they're from the dinosaur era, like the horrible, nasty... Why not? They've, they've got the shortest legs out of all of them. I, th- I feel like legs is the main issue. You never uh, just see one, do you? You never see one. Never just all, see one. And they come out of everything. Wood, brick, plants, grow bags. <laughs> they just roll up into a ball and you can kind of flick them away. Oh, we have to touch them. <laughs> nah, not into yeah. it. So I would not be a hero that day. <laughs> what have you done today? I'm not doing that, Heather. I'm not doing the wood lice. Uh, Jenny Tompkins, I have seven children. Wow. I recently had a sneezing fit due to hay hay fever. I'll say that again. I recently had a sneezing fit due to hay fever. Ten sneezes in a row and I didn't wet myself once. Hashtag heroic. It's it's the small moments. It's the small Mm. moments that you make you feel like a superhero. I'm taking that, Jenny. Absolute superhero moment. You must have done something heroic, Steve. Must be something. Uh, or is it just every day you're a hero and you just don't yeah, know it? Yeah, I don't even. It just, yeah, I just, I'm a hero and it just sort of. Uh, <laughs> just comes naturally. I just live with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Well look. <laughs> uh, well, look, Vicky's on the line this morning. Vicky is in uh, Rochdale. Good morning, Vicky. Morning, Jason. Uh, so you are, uh, you've got a story for when you were pretty heroic. I have, yes. It's from uh, a few years ago. Hmm. I was driving through a housing estate on a sunny Sunday afternoon and uh, I saw a young lad, must have been about seven, running as fast as he could along the pavement. There was an ice cream van in the distance, but it drove up before he got near it. Yeah. He stopped in his track and he, he was never so disappointed. Yeah, I bet. So I pulled over, checked that he was actually after an ice cream. Right. <laughs> told him to wait where he was and set off after the ice cream van. Brilliant. Caught up with it on the next street. I had an advantage because I was in a police car. Oh. I was going to stop it. <laughs> so you you put on the did you put on the blue lights and everything? Uh, yeah, just to the end, just so he'd stop. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I spoke to the driver. He was a bit surprised. I bet he was. I bet he was thinking, "What have I done? What have I done? Hide it all. Hide it all in the back. Hide it all in the back. <laughs> there are hundreds and thousands. I promise you." <laughs> wow! And he gave you a couple of ice creams, Ricky. Uh, well, I explained to him, and I just told him to go back and give the lad an ice cream, and he did. <laughs> I, love <He's> very happy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is that's proper police work, that isn't it? Yeah, that is proper police work. I love it. That's how you keep the community on side. Every so often, just doing something nice for them. <laughs> They'll never forget that that kid. <laughs> they will literally never forget it. Every time he walks past the police officer, I'm on your side, brothers. I'm on your side, <laughs> brother and sisters. Can you get us an ice cream? Can you get- <laughs> He's like 32. <laughs> Officer, can you get us an ice cream? <laughs> I want one of them magnums with infinity. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so are you still a police officer now, Vicky? No, I, uh, I retired a couple of years ago. And I oh, work in Asda. Okay. I work on yeah. the uh, home shop. Oh, fine. Keeping yourself busy. Crikey. So there's a secret police officer in home shop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nobody knows that you could at any point spring into action. Oh, yeah. It'd be good. Can I get a mention for Team Mangoes, please? You can get a mention for <laughs> Team Mangoes, don't you I'd be worry. i shunned if I didn't. No, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> Team Mangoes uh, is, uh, is is the Jason Manford fan page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like the people that picked out the mangoes in Asda. Yeah. Like, pick up Team Mangoes. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, a, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, Vicky. See you soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. 
Bradford, where real music matters. I was sort of expecting some people to sort of text us to say, oh, what's this rubbish? Um, yeah. Uh, and then maybe some other people to text to say that they really loved it. And unbelievably, yeah. we've not received one message or any mention of it online or on the text, which... Um, like, like pretending it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, or Nothing they, from Netflix either. If they don't mention it, it might go away. Uh, let's find out what happened previously on the show. Previously on Magpie and Fox. Look at this factory. Usually they're making cheap ornaments. Going all right. over the world. The little right, things right. you buy, you know. Right, right. not a, worth in, much. In a beach town. Not worth a thing. Right, so what do you want me to do? Why am I here? I need you to get in one of them weedy bins. Wait for the thieves to come out. And then they're going to take the weedy bin inside the factory. And once you're mm. in... You're going to come and I'll, get me, yeah? Then I'll come and get you, yeah. All right, catch him in the act. Got it. He's always been a good lad, that magpie. Even when he went down for 17 years. All I need to do is creep round this side door, open this door, and then I should. Hello, Mr. Bond. Sorry, Mr. Fox. Congratulations on walking right into my trap. Time down, lads. Who, who are you? Who are you? Get off me. Oi, oi, get off me. I haven't been assigned a name, but That's I'm a, a villain. <laughs> <laughs> get him on the table, lads. Time down. Now, Mr. Fox. Do you know anything about the practice of smelting uh, metal in the black country in the 1950s and 60s? No, of course I don't. Let me tell you this. It gets very hot, mate. And if I pour this vat of uh, whatever it is, I should have Googled it, (laughs) on you, there'll be no trace of your left. There won't be enough for you to go in a bin, mate. That's my worst nightmare. Listen, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. start the machine. Somebody's trapped in my machine. It's a 17-year-old packet of congealed lemon and honey lockets, my friend. Stronger than any metal. Magpie, you little beauty. Looks like the game's up for you, you brammy sunshine. Well, not really, because we've still got all these guns pointing at your head, eh, we? Magpie! Fly away! Get in the car! Go, go, go! Get your head down. It's not bulletproof. Get your head down. Ah... Oh, they smashed me. Bloody watch. Crikey, that was an exciting episode, wasn't it, Steve? Wasn't it? It had everything, didn't it? It even had yeah. a lovely callback for the, the lockets that we the mentioned lockets. in episode one. It's you know amazing I mean? how well written this has been, considering it's <laughs> isn't not been it? written. <laughs> no, I know. It's maybe just coming up with it, but it's great, isn't it? I'm enjoying yeah. it. I can't wait to see it on Netflix. I can already hear... Doo-doo. You know, it's sort of t- yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. initial Netflix noise. Yeah, the Netflix noise, and then it'll just be there. Oh, what? I can't wait. So exciting. Magpie and Fox, part four, coming tomorrow. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, what do you think of these, Steve? These are some of the heroic acts that people have uh, done to that made them feel like a superhero Uh, Lucy Book says my gramps had a stroke whilst driving into a local town I knew something wasn't right I was 13 I obviously didn't know how to drive but I safely managed to guide the car into a stop position he made a full recovery and lived for another five years that's heroic that is very heroic that's properly heroic and you can't even drive that's amazing Really impressive. Uh, Abby Morris, 
I insisted an elderly client, I'm a hairdresser, got his ear checked because he had a sore that I thought didn't look right. He came back three months later with half his ear missing and said I'd saved his life because it was cancer. He gave me a Mars bar and I almost sobbed. Oh. Heroic. <laughs> Love it. Heroic. Love that. Um, Claire says, I felt like a superhero when my sister was in labour in a bathroom and I caught my nephew in my jumper. As I wrapped him in the jumper, I realised I was actually wearing my Wonder Woman T-shirt underneath. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I love that. And this one is fantastic and, and also worth remembering. Good information in here as well. Lisa says, I was a very, very newly qualified nurse on a flight home from Spain. There was a call for medical assistance. I sat very quietly thinking, Someone else would put their hand up, but they didn't. So I nervously raised my hand and walked to the front of the plane. The passenger appeared to be having a stroke. Remember, fast, F-A-S-T, face, arm, speech, time. Well, it's a time-critical condition if you suspect a, a stroke. So little old me asked the plane to land in Portugal so we could get treated. We were on land the ground plane. in 10 minutes. Yeah. Get it landed. We were on the tra- on the plane in ten minutes, uh, on the floor in ten minutes, and the passenger was met by paramedics, uh, and it saved his life. I felt like a nuisance, but it absolutely saved his life. That's amazing, isn't it? That's good. That's good. Proper heroics here. Crikey, I only gave a little bit of PPE to some medics. <laughs> Somebody else had given you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's it's all relative. It's all relative. Jason. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Dan has gone above and beyond, Steve. Okay. He even posted a picture of himself in a hospital bed. He donated a kidney to his own mother-in-law. Ooh, kidney man. Kidney man. Uh, He says, mother-in-laws, they're not all bad. (laughs) (laughs) He can basically make any... Mother-in-law joke he wants now for the rest of time, can't he? As long as it's about a kidney. (laughs) (laughs) He can really start bringing back those uh, absolute classics. Um, I knew the mother-in-law was there because all the mice were throwing themselves on the traps. He can start sort of bringing all them back into... uh, Mostly Les Dawson, aren't they? Les Dawson, what's the best one? The best one? My mother-in-law had everything a man could wish for. Rippling muscles and a dueling scar. Yeah. My mother-in-law and I were happy for 20 years. Then we met. I love... I, I think I've sort of missed them in a way. But I also think that um, mother-in-laws have sort of got cooler as well. Yeah, in my general. mother-in-law's great. Yeah, same in mine. So I sort of feel like... Yeah, feel like they're all right. So there's, maybe there's somewhere. Maybe there's someone else in the family we can start doing these jokes about. <laughs> yeah, the weird uncle. The weird, the second weird uncle. cousin. Yeah, anyone else second got a cousin second cousin? cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my second cousin getting beaten up by seven men outside. So they're not going to help. I said, no, seven's enough. <laughs> so you could do one of them. Yeah. There you, uh, go. <laughs> there you go. Make it just make it second cousin. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> We were having tea with my second cousin the other day. <laughs> I kind of prefer it. Twice removed. Yeah, twice, <laughs> twice removed. removed. <laughs> Out of the blue, they said, I want to be cremated. I said, all right, get your coat. That's, <laughs> that's the day's spiky joke. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, Steve... Um, 
I know you're interested on me uh, where I'm up to with the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh auction. yes, where are you up to? Well, I've been outbid, and I feel like I'm. I'm is this on the car? The this is on the car. full, the main car. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had I had a price in mind that I sort of could probably afford, and now I've, it's gone above that price. Now okay. I think so, I think someone has bid about about uh, nine. You still grand. haven't you still haven't mentioned this to your wife yet? No, I'm not absolutely not, and she doesn't right. listen to the show. No. And so, is there I'm a not... small chance that she knows that you're in that show, would like this car, and you're bidding against her? Oh my God! Can you? Imagine? She's the one who keeps out bidding. You go. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think that many people would be interested. You're oh, yeah, and you're just. It. Maybe you should mention it. I could just, have got it for uh, two grand, but <laughs> yeah, she's, she's going. Oh, he really wants this. Oh my goodness! I didn't even think about that. Well, let's hope not. I'm sure it'll yeah. do well. I've, um, uh, I, to be honest, I, I hope it goes for a mass, massive amount because I know it actually cost uh, an absolute fortune. It cost over £100,000 to make that car. Okay. So for anyone to get it less than that would be a ste- an absolute steal. Um, mm. I tried to carry Hope Fletcher yesterday, who was, uh, who was my uh, truly scrumptious when I did mm. the show. That's the name of the character, by the way. Don't be, anyone try to can, don't, try, don't try and cancel me. And I, I mentioned the, the auction, and she said, "Oh, I'm 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 bidding." And I said, "Not for the car, is it?" Because <laughs> I did for a second think she'd be yeah. bidding against me, but no, she's been bidding for a couple of things that her character used a parasol oh, okay. and, and whatnot. Nice. So. So yeah, maybe it's just everybody on there is just uh, people who are in the show. Or family maybe you should start a WhatsApp group. Of the, of yeah, the maybe you're right. <laughs> or reopen. There probably was a WhatsApp group. Reopen it and go, guys. What are you bidding on? Let's sort this out between ourselves. Yeah, I feel like we're getting done here. You're very quiet, Kemp. Very quiet. <laughs> Children. He was the best uh, child catcher I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> it was so funny. I remember there was a point where, um, you know, early on in, in a show where you're not, you've not quite got the show under your belt yet mm, yeah. and you don't know where to stand them. And we were joining a show that had been running for three months and then we were taking it on tour. So yeah. Karatskis is a big part. Ch- uh, the child catcher is a big part. And... That, you know, there's a point where you think, am I supposed to be here? Any silence on stage, you just think, that must be me, because, yeah. you know, most of the lines are mine. And there was a point in um, at the end of the show where, uh, not to spoil alert, but where the... Um they put a big hook on the child catcher and up he went into the into the air. We caught him. He went, I'll get you, children! And off he goes into the air and the crowd are all cheering. Hey, he's gone. And we're all waving up. And then I propose to Truly Scrumptious and we all get in the car. So let's go home, Chitty. And we all get in the car and we start singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and the car flies up and we're waving to all the people uh, of the town. And as I'm waving to all the people of the town, Martin Kemp just walks on stage and starts <laughs> waving as well. Like up at me, <laughs> I was like, going, "Did we not just get rid of this guy? Was he not? <laughs> yeah, was he not he got that's, that's the most terrifying ending twist you could possibly have." <laughs> yeah, it, was. it was like Gerd's, we've already left. Gerd just dropped. Yeah, yeah. Have a safe journey home. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. I've got to say, the assembly bangers has been a hit, Steve. Is it good? Oh, good, people good. are loving it. People loving it. I think it's the amount of effort that you, you, you know, you, you certainly you put into your first one. Let's have a listen to Steve's uh, assembly banger. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful. Lord God made them all. 
lasers. Lasers go off there. Yeah, yeah. Smoke machine. Yeah. Foam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. Purple-headed mountains. Absolute tune. So that is the first entry into now. That's what I call absolute bangers. Karen in Aloha says, Jason, thanks so much for the assembly bangers. Now and again, I get one of these hymns in my head and my husband thinks I'm mad as his school never sang most of the ones you've mentioned. There is a green hill far away. These are the ones, the classic yeah. ones everyone's got. There was, there's like four or five ones that seem to be everyone sang and then the odd weird one that yeah. just your music teacher decided on. Do you know what I mean? You'd be sat there yeah. singing let, let It Be or whatever. Tom says there was a hymn we sung that went The Creed and the Colour and the Name Won't Matter. Were you there? Do you remember this one? Oh, the Creed and the Colour and the that. Name Won't Matter. Were you there? Were you there? Were you there? Which was yes. fine. Yeah. But there was an also there was a lyric in there that went, I was cold, I was naked. Were you there? Were you there? <laughs> Which is a weird. I've never yeah. heard that one in my life. Uh, that's the next verse. Oh, that's an anthem. That's, yeah, absolute anthem. Uh, John Dudes uh, says, give me oil in my lamp. That's the one I'm thinking. That might end up being my one. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and Stuart Kipling, when I was at senior school, I went to a school-organised Christian summer school for for a month. Uh, wasn't interested in the Bible part, but we did abseiling, canoeing, uh, sailing, rock climbing. It was epic. I snuck off uh, when we had to sit in the hall singing hymns to play football. Well, you missed out, Stuart, because mm. I, be I went to a couple of Christian summer schools when I was a youngster as well, and the singing bit, that was the best bit. Best bit. That and the cocoa. <laughs> that and the cocoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. good times. Uh, let's listen very quickly to Emma's entry into, now that's what I call assembly bangers. One more step along the world I go One more step along the world I go DJ! From the old things to the new Yo, 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 yo! Keep me travelling along with you And it's from the old I travel to the new One more time! <laughs> and it's from the old I travel to the new Keep me travelling along with you DJ! DJ! Very good! <laughs> <laughs> so that's Emma's entry into... Now that's what I call Assembly Bangers. Coming up next, we have our very first listener entry. Oh. Who'd have thought, Steve, that our little idea about the songs from Assemblies would get to this stage where people were actually sending in their own versions to get oh, on our album. I'm excited. I am excited. I am excited. I think maybe we should also include some of those random ones. Vix on Twitter said, at my school, uh, Lily the Pink was one of the Assembly yeah, tunes. We did Lily the Pink as well, yeah. Yeah, so maybe we should have a look at some of those ones, those sort of slightly left field. Uh, yeah, and ours was um, Streets of London. Heartbreaking Street. song. Yeah, we did that. And we did When I'm 64 as well. Which we did weird that when, as you're, well. when, you're, yeah. when you're five. I yeah. Thought, yeah, I thought it was strange that we did tub thumping at mine, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got Lindsay on the phone. Lindsay, good morning. 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 Where are you calling from, my love? Uh, South End. South End, lovely. So uh, you, uh, was it, uh, I don't need ages here, but were you uh, at school around the same sort of time as us guys are talking? Uh, in the late 80s this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. classic assembly 
banging times, weren't they? Just absolutely <laughs> yeah. highlight Back of the, the day. Back to the 80s. Back to the 80s, yeah. Uh, so what sort of songs were your, were your class singing? Oh, there was uh, The Ink Is Black and obviously then you've got Morning Is Broken, but then yeah. my favourite was, uh, was Autumn Days. Autumn oh, Days, absolute cracker. Mm. And you have recorded a version at home to send to us. Are you singing it by yourself or have you got help? Um, I sung most of it by myself and then my partner, Andy, he came in and he sang the, the chorus with me. I love it. I love how you got involved. <laughs> All right, well, this is Autumn Days by Lindsay and Andy. days when the grass is jeweled and the silk inside a chestnut shell. Yes. Jet planes meeting in the air to be refueled. All those things I love so well. So I mustn't forget. Oh, it's great. Yes, Andy. No, I mustn't forget. (laughs) Andy on the harmony. To say a great big thank you I mustn't forget. Clouds that look like familiar faces And a winter's moon with frosted rings The smell of bacon as I fasten up my laces And the song the milkman sings So I mustn't forget No, I mustn't forget I love Andy it's like Sonny and Cher. To say a great big thank you, I mustn't forget. Yes, Lindsay. And Andy, of course, as well. That's fantastic. Our first listener entry into now. That's what I call Assembly Bangers. Jason. Glenn, you'll you'll appreciate this. Uh, yesterday we were talking about uh, the new game, The Last of Us. Yes. And last night I thought, oh, maybe I'll get a game of this because sort of everyone, everyone was a bit knackered. We went for a long walk and everyone was shattered. So everyone just sort of went to bed at about half eight, nine o'clock. And I thought, I've got a minute. Hello. Cheeky. I might get three hours in here. Because basically, me and Steve often text each other at, what, 11 o'clock at night, Steve? Yeah, just with FIFA. Just- the question just one. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. That's all it says. And we're like proper gamers now. We've got headphones on, haven't we, Steve? And yeah. a microphone, so we can. Like we need it with our them. games because it's all about the sort of sledging, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> sledging. The bants. The bants. Yeah. Glenn and um, my husband are also both in the headset club. No, don't dump me in so, this now. Yeah. Are you in the headset club, Glenn? Yeah, only only a couple of months ago because a few of my friends had Call of Duty Warzone, and it was it was either that or be on a large WhatsApp call. <laughs> right, yeah, that yeah. seem that does seem a bit mad. We yeah, we sort of I sort of got it when I was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption, mm. which I have sold to a lot of people. I love Red Dead Redemption, but uh, my brother is not enjoying it. He's still yeah. at the horse riding stage. You know, in the first hour, he's, he's just breaking. Oh, wow, it's been up for two years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the, so Last of Us two. Everyone's talking about it. It seemed like most dads got it for Father's Day on Sunday. So I thought, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack open and, and I've got two hours here to myself before I need to get to bed. I'm going to play the game. And I put the disc in and it said, loading data, 90 oh. minutes. Oh. How annoying is that when that happens? Yeah. It's one of the worst, it's one of my pet peeves. 
Didn't we try in. and play FIFA the other week and there was a, an update? There was an update. Quick game, a 90 minute update. So yes. PlayStation should ring you up and let you know that like yeah. in a week's time there's going to be an update. What, so what's the you update know, get on cracking FIFA? on Thursday night. Yeah, what's the update on FIFA? They're just removing all the fans from the from the crowd. Putting <laughs> <laughs> the, <fans. laughs> yeah. the crowd noise in. <laughs> <Give> you, COVID <laughs> update. Giving you an extra four subs. Yeah. Uh, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. So f- at some point, I will let you know uh, if I agree with you on the legendary status of this brand new game, The Last of Us 2. matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. We're talking books and uh, and music together for National Literature Day. We're trying to uh, book up a playlist. Steve, what have you got for us? Uh, well, it, it gives you an idea of the sort of books that I'm reading at the moment as well, mm. I think. Uh, I've got uh, Rick James and the Giant Peach. It's a super freak <laughs> peach. Uh, we're going on a share hunt. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the notorious BFG. Yeah. Nice. Very and good. And the, uh, the Curtis Steiger who came to tea. <laughs> Fiddy, Fiddy Shades of Grey. <laughs> nice. And uh, Death, Death on the Nile Rogers. Oh, very good. Steve's gone above and beyond this morning. That's yeah. impressive. I have got Craig David and Goliath, which I quite like, but I think it's just a Bible story. <laughs> That's very good. I struggled on this one, to be honest. I got uh, a bridge over the river Jamiroquai. That's oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then I sort of... And, and Horton hears the who. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could also... You, there's the, the who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. You could have had that one as well. Mm. Yes, that's a good one as well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I found this one. This has been the hardest one. Oh wow! I think I think myself. Uh, we'll come up. We'll find out Glenn's very shortly. Let's see some of yours. Uh, Gary Ellis, a clockwork orange juice. Uh, Harry Cannell, uh, the badly drawn boy in a striped pajamas. Yeah. Uh, Rory Canane says the big friendly. They might be giants. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Matt Davis, One Direction flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes, it works. Yeah, that, that works. I'm into it. I like it. Right, we'll get Glenn shortly, and uh, and I've got I'm missing one. I've only done two, so I'll try and come up with another one as well. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Steve is here, he's down in, in lovely Twickenham. I'm yep. up in Stockport, uh, Glenn and Emma, I presume. Where are you? Are you in the studio? I'm in... No, no down no. in London, at home. South London. Are you at home? I couldn't work out if we were allowed back in studios yet. Um, so, so where are you, Emma? You're... South London, Stretton. You're South London, and where are you, Glenn? I'm North London, I'm in Cricklewood. Look at that, so we're all north-south north, south divides here. I like it. All right. Well, God bless you all. It's our favourite part of the show. Uh, this is where we get uh, two things together. And as it's been uh, National Literature Day, we thought we might book up a playlist. So all you got to do is work out uh, a book and a band or a musician or even a song and put them together to create a new one. That's what we're... Simple. Simple. You know how it works. Uh, we've got something already. Uh, Matthew Mason says, uh, Diary of a, a Wimpy Sid Barrett. Uh, nice. I'd have gone Sid Vicious myself, but he's gone Sid, Bar- Sid Barrett. Yeah. 
Uh, Stuart Williams, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, that works. That works. And Tracy Watson of Mice and Men at Work. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Of mice uh, of mice and boys to men, you could have had as well. Of mice and boys to men, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, what have you got, Emma? I've got uh, 50 ways to leave your Lady Chatterley's lover. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Twilightning seeds. Yeah. 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 We'll take and, it. We'll take uh, it. The famous Five Years' Time by Noah and the Whale. Very good. Very good. All right, we'll get Glenn's and Steve's very, very shortly. We'll keep them coming in 8, 12, 15 on the text. And at the end of the show, we will pop our starting 11, the best ones, up on the social media. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is with us all week. We're covering for Dave Berry. He will be back on Monday. Coming up very shortly, it's the home of the no-repeat guarantee where we won't play the same song between 9 o'clock and 5 o'clock every single day. Uh, still trying to come up with uh, another one. What about um, uh, a Christmas Carol King? Yeah, nice. that works. Yeah, nice. That works, doesn't it? Oof, that's my three. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, songs uh, and literature fused together to create a new playlist. Uh, Glenn, no pressure uh, for your last uh, one. Like Emma, I've got a famous five one. I've got Everybody Was Kung Fu Blighton. Nice. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, Catcher in the Rye of the Tiger. Uh, yeah. This is a double whammy. Uh, Hungry Like Bay Wolf uh, by Karan Karan. And oh, uh, that's good. Good. my final Very one, good. I'm really pleased with this, is uh, Nick Hornby. Hornby, Hornby, Hornby. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, I feel, I, feel we'll, I feel like we've nailed it there. We nailed it this morning. Mm, yeah. They were very good. Um, what else did we have from listeners? We had Steve, the curious incident of Snoop Dogg in the night time. Yeah, good. good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Daniel Patterson, Harry Potter and the half-blood artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> 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 um, Kelly Davis, uh, no country for old boys to men. Because she's oh, used that one. Oh, yeah. um, Tracy Fisher, sort of works written down, but she's gone with Away Sister Act. And nice. 50, 50 Shades of David Gray. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That works as well. There's some good ones there. I'm not sure Sister Act's a book. I don't think that is a book, Sister Act. But... <laughs> One of the greatest yeah. works of literature. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Act. What's your favourite book, by the way? Sister Act. <laughs> Sister Act. It'd be weird if Sister it. Act wasn't a book, but Sister I've, Act Part I, 2 was a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've read it at various stages of my life, and it just gets better. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Is Sister Act a book? <laughs> you don't need to Google that. <laughs> well, I'll just it say, is now. there a book of it? Yeah. No, you're right, it's not. Oh, what's this? The Sister Act by Blossom Elfman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hang on a minute. We might all be, we might all be uh, laughing on the other side I'm of our I'm not face. sure that's the Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's by, uh, to achieve independence from a domineering mother and to become women in their own term, intellectual 18-year-old Molly tries to turn romantic fantasy into reality and her 16-year-old sister, Shearer, meets Brian and becomes pregnant. It's a classic. That's an absolute classic. (laughs) (laughs) Not as funny as the film. No, No, it doesn't sound like there's any laughs in that. (laughs) That's what I want to hear. Uh, Duncan, Catcher in the Rhinestone Cowboy. Very good. Some absolute beauties there. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. 
Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for all your uh, messages. Uh, thanks for those puns as well. They're, now, now I can't stop thinking of them. Mm. About a boy, George, just popped into my head. Yes, that's good. That would have been a good one, wouldn't it? Damn it, damn it. Uh, Pet Shop Boys Cemetery. I can't stop thinking of them. Now, all the best Pundlands will be up very shortly on every single one of the socials. So have a little look out, see if yours made it. On Absolute Radio Next, Leona has tea break trivia, songs you haven't heard for ages. Plus, she'd like to extend hashtag bin chat by adding that she is going to make her own bin shelter. I'm going to be listening to this. This is right up our street, Steve. Yes. A shelter for bins. They are unsightly, aren't they? Yeah, we made one. We've got one. It's oh, great for dropping it when the postman, when you're not in, just puts it in the little, puts it in there. Mm, I like yeah. the idea. This sounds like a project for me too. Uh, I'll have to talk to her about that tomorrow. If you fancy some headbanging over on Absolute Radio Classic Rock, Claire Sturgis will be playing some Foo Fighters, Bruce Springsteen and a classic from Led Zeppelin coming up shortly. And then, of course, Bush and Richie are back from four and they have more information on how you could win £100,000 with them. Me and Steve will be back tomorrow from six. Have a top ten. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.